0: Make sure that you're preparing for your opportunity because luck is when opportunity meets preparation.
1: Hey, it's Fergie and you're tuning in to Love, Wine, and a Good Time, a lifestyle podcast about love, relationships, dating, confidence, motivation, and more. And welcome to another episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time. We are on episode 10. Super exciting. 10 episodes already. It's been so fun, and I'm so glad I can continue doing this. Now, we are in the third week of March, and in the month, we are focusing on women empowerment in honor of Women's History Month. Now, the first week, I had my friends. Last week, I had my other friend Alma, and today, I have another wonderful guests. Again, this segment is a segment I've created to celebrate, to highlight, you know, these awesome and amazing women in my life who continue to kick ass in what they do, who are smart, who are humble, who are hardworking, and everything else. (laughs) So wanting to continue on that women empowerment train. Now today I am talking with a friend who I met while working as a page at Paramount Pictures. She has more experience in the field, you know, when I came in, But being a former page herself and when given the opportunity to work with her, I learned a lot. She was always very welcoming, helpful, and stylish. So I'd love to welcome Ebony Williams. Hey, girl, how are you?
0: Hi. thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, no, of course. Honestly, you know, I was thinking about like all the different women who have been like helpful and inspiring. And I was like, I I need to get Ebony on this right (laughs) away. (laughs) so I'm so glad you
0: agreed to do this with me yeah of course of course anything for a fellow page
1: (laughs) oh you see what I mean very nice very welcoming
0: (laughs) so we could just start off
1: if you'd like to tell us a little bit about yourself you know where you're from or some fun facts
0: okay yeah so uh, my name is Ebony Williams I am from West Covina California which is right outside of Los Angeles born and raised out here and um Yeah, I work in the entertainment business, but uh, in a past life, but people don't really know about me was that I was a track and field athlete in college and (laughs) I went to nationals so I competed on like a national level and I was really good I did all the sprints uh, both the relays and the long jump in desperate situations when we needed more points so that's uh, a little fun fact that a lot of people surprisingly didn't know about me I thought that uh, generally people could tell just from my body structure and stuff but um, yeah I To get a lot of like, oh, really? When I tell people about that,
1: yeah, that's crazy. Okay, that is not common. People don't don't run like that, (laughs) (laughs) that's insane, but that is so cool. You know, after you say that, like, oh, it makes sense, like, I get it now, you know what (laughs) I mean?
0: (laughs) Connects the dots from my past life to this life,
1: (laughs) Uh, right? Exactly. And so, uh, what do you do uh, now?
0: Uh, So now I am working in Paramount Animation um, and I've been working in the development department and that's kind of where my interests lie to begin with, but I actually started off in the casting department over at Paramount um, right after I finished up with the page program, got hired into casting and so that was my first glimpse into uh, the movie making but the behind the scenes of it from the studio perspective and from there I just decided, hey, I want to do more than just the cast aspect. I want to do uh, more so like picking the stories, creating and developing, producing, directing So um, I transitioned over to Paramount Players, and me and Fergie we had a wonderful time working together. Oh yes, (laughs) in Paramount Players, Um, and then right before COVID, I switched over to animation. So this has been my first year, really getting a glimpse into the animation world, which is surprisingly very different from the live action world, but in a like good way. I feel like it's a bit more creative. So it's not so much. Um, You talk to a writer, you tell them your idea, they go off, they write it, they come to you with the finished draft. You're pretty much editing the script as you're making the entire film, and these films take years to make. So we've been working on a current film that's uh, almost finishing up. We're getting into the post-production phase of it, but we've been working on it for the past three years, and it's not going to come out until 2023 whoa yeah it kind of takes live action into a whole nother realm of filmmaking because you have to make everything from scratch like the world Mm -hmm. the the people you're working on the story as you're putting the um, drawings together and then the last phase is actually animation So I've been learning a lot, and that's what I currently do right now.
1: (laughs) That is super awesome. Yeah, no, I know we worked a little bit during uh, Paramount Players, and it's crazy because, you know, you already have a lot of experience in a lot of different departments, which is great. Now, Mm -hmm. I know, did you, um, was entertainment always the goal for you?
0: So... uh... No, actually. (laughs) So when I was younger, younger, if you had asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I actually wanted to be um, a music artist. (laughs) I I used to play the piano. I used to sing. And my younger sister, she started doing that too. And she kind of like continued on that path. Whereas once I got to high school and like junior high, I got more Uh interested in sports so if you had asked me what i want to be when i grew up when i was in high school i would have told you an olympic runner uh whoa that's (laughs) crazy like a twist of fate had me end up in the entertainment business and it's kind of always been an interest like i've always Mm -hmm. loved going to the movies watching movies and just you know watching the award shows and and learning more about the behind the scenes of filmmaking but um My senior year of high school, I decided to join the Video Production Club at school. And that was my first glimpse into the world of entertainment, especially behind the scenes. From that, that's where my interest really took off, and I decided I think that this is what I want to do because before I didn't even know, I knew that I was going to go to college, but I didn't know what I wanted to major in or what I wanted to do. And my parents were like, well, maybe you should just study business. And I'm like, ah, but that sounds kind of boring. Uh, So then when I joined the video production club, I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. And so when I went to college, that's what I focused on all throughout college is what I focused on. And then now post-college and into my career, I'm still focusing on it.
1: That's awesome. And so, obviously, you know, like things almost never go as planned, especially, you yeah. know, when you were younger, it's like, no, I would never do, you know. And <laughs> it's crazy how, like, I mean, it's where you're meant to be at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, right. Yeah. No, totally crazy. Cause I know you worked in casting mm-hmm. and players. And I, funny enough, because I've also like worked in those two desks as a page. Yeah. And so, uh, as <laughs> so I was like always asking you, like, how did, it In the world, did you survive this? This is so hard. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) But it was a learning experience for sure. I'll say that. Like when we worked together, that one was like the toughest desk I've had. And I learned a lot. And to this day, it's like I still apply the skills that I learned there. Exactly. So, you know, having worked in casting and development and now animation, like, do you see yourself like going down the animation route or more development?
0: Ah, so (laughs) I I feel like I don't want to put myself in a box. I want to be open to all different aspects of this industry and maybe dabble into both because I do have an interest in animation, but I also love like live action. But I think um, looking 10 years in the future, what I would love to do is have my own production company and and do more so producing and directing. And... um, with that, I would like to be able to do both animated films and live action films.
1: Whoa, that, that is awesome. I need. I feel like not a lot of people have that goal. You know what I mean? Because it's like they have the creative aspect. They want to write. They want to be actors. But the own production company, that's big. Honestly, I could see you doing that. I could definitely see you doing that. Like, I'm running it and everything. I, you're taking over the entertainment world. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah no no and of course I have to ask because I know you know wh- were there any like certain movies or directors that kind of inspire you in
0: that uh creative aspect definitely definitely so Ava DuVernay uh definitely one of my favorite directors writers um she just she does it all Land, you know shonda rhimes she's amazing oh, yes yes um, <laughs> king is also i'm a huge fan of hers and um carrie washington i love her handle mm-hmm. you know, that's michelle uh <laughs> love that show Issa Rae, i would say is probably my biggest inspiration because i've seen what <laughs> she's been able to do uh with her career and how like she was able to kind of dabble in everything from from writing to acting to producing directing and now she does have her own production company and she's finding all these uh undiscovered talent that's all around her within the minority communities and she's able to give those people a chance and give those people a shot at um doing what they want to do and and reaching their dreams so i i'd love to be able to do that because i feel like for so long, this industry has been closed off to to people of color, to women. And it's those of us that are able to make it in and make it to a level where we can reach back and help people. I feel like we should definitely be doing that.
1: Oh, I definitely agree with that. Like, especially with firsthand experiences, seeing it being the entertainment world. Yeah, there's not, you know, there's very limited Mm -hmm. amount of people in different departments. And so we see that. And it's 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 not something we stop and think about when we're watching the movies like ooh, i wonder you know it and it's not until we're in it and it's mm-hmm. like what can we do about it
0: kind of yeah. um yeah. it's what like, are you actively doing to address the problems right how to see the future of this industry
1: Exactly, definitely, because that's the best way to look at it the future and Mm -hmm. where it's going. And definitely, you're on the right path. I know that for a fact. And so, I guess, what is some advice you would give out to women or anyone in general who like, who like say, I want to work in the entertainment industry and don't know where to begin?
0: So, I would say you should just start watching films, watch TV shows, watch everything that you can get your hands on. Um, also, don't be so quick to spend money. I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, <clears throat> I need to get more experience in this. So I need to like buy classes or, or buy this particular program to help me do this and blah, blah. all that stuff will come later. Right now, all you need to do is have a clear tunnel vision for yourself. Where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? And and what do you need to do to get there? And I think that any journey when it comes to entertainment always starts with watching content. Because once you're inside those gates, once you make it in, that's the first thing that people ask you about. What is your favorite movie and why? Um, what is the best movie of all time? And why do you think that? And they're trying to see, what do you know about film? like why do you appreciate this art form because at the end of the day that's what this is it is art and it's making sure that you're able to uh, articulate your ideas and your thoughts and um pretty much facilitate a room and, and push through ideas and projects and kind of like influence people so you really want to hone that skill by just watching everything that you can and i feel like just from watching movies you have learned a lot about the business uh one of the quotes that I always go to, I think it's from Steven Spielberg. He said, the best form of film school is watching films. And I totally identify with that. I I think that is the case. Um, Because for me, I remember being in high school and being in college and just watching movies, just, just sitting with friends or going to the movies by myself and just watching everything and trying to see, okay, well, why was this movie selected as best picture of the year? Uh, every time the Oscars nominated the the films for Best Picture, I would watch every single one and, and come up with who I think is going to win and why I chose this this uh, particular movie for that year as to why it's my favorite and stuff. And then from there, it's just uh, taking that another level and reading things. So once you're able to get in and you've watched a lot of films, so you typically know how a storyline, how a a journey is supposed to go. Uh, Now you get a chance to read content and read other people's ideas. And then you dissect that and you try to understand, okay, where did this idea come from? Is this uh, inspired by something? Um, How would this look visually on the screen? And yeah, it's just a progression of just kind of like taking in all this information that you're watching and seeing.
1: Oh yeah, that's I can see how that's a learning experience because it is true. That's what they ask you, like favorite movie, and then depending on what you say, it just kind of it says what kind of person you are in a way, and like what it is that you're trying to gain out of it. You know. Yeah. So that is definitely a great, great piece of advice, and I do understand that you are also pursuing a master's. Right, I think you mentioned that. How are you doing that in the middle of a pandemic with another full time job?
0: <laughs> I don't know, I ask myself this every day, but honestly, what, what really helps me is just again visualizing the future and, mm-hmm. and knowing what plans I have for myself and everything that I'm learning in the classroom. I try to apply that to my work experience and see okay. Well, we talked about this in class and I applied it in this next meeting that I had the following day. It didn't really work out the way that I had intended. I wonder why. And then I go back and I look at the notes. And so it's just like trying to take what I'm learning in the classroom and apply it to my everyday work experience. And then Mm -hmm. in terms of balancing my schoolwork with work work, uh, I kind of have a good system since I'm working from home. I'm able to Uh, better manage my time. So I have Mm -hmm. like my my calendar with my to-do list and I just mark off each each task, and so during the day, I make sure that I'm handling all my work stuff. And as, as soon as the day is over with, I'm just solely working on schoolwork. So okay. I don't do any overtime. I'm like, look, I need this extra time mm-hmm. to work on my school projects and stuff. And so I just make sure that I am always ahead of schedule because I, it's kind of it makes me anxious when I'm running behind on things, and I yeah. feel like overwhelmed because I have too many things to do at once, especially since I'm trying to balance a master's program with full-time work. So it just helps me to have everything timed and and managed. And for my weekends, I like to make sure that I have everything completed before the weekend so that I can enjoy those two Mm -hmm. days that I get so that I'm not feeling just completely stressed so so that's how I'm able to balance it <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely a lot of discipline and then there's the boundaries and yeah. that's definitely important because masters is a whole different beast right it is. And I can't even imagine, but I know when my sister was going through it, she was going through it and I give props to everybody who goes and does the master, especially having a full-time job. And yeah. so I think you've mentioned to me before what program uh, you were doing, but I can't remember from the top of my head. I'm, uh,
0: I'm doing the uh, uh, Masters of Science in Management and Leadership.
1: Definitely. Okay. So yeah, th- that's definitely helpful <laughs> to, <laughs> to pursuing your dreams. I, I think you're definitely an inspiration to a lot of us, especially <laughs> women in the industry. So, and, you know, like I mentioned, since I met you, you've always been very nice, very welcoming. And so I I did want to ask, because I feel like I'm not the only one who's curious, how you are, you present yourself in such a confident and professional manner, like if I may ask, yeah, no, definitely, how how did you achieve that level of confidence? We all want to know.
0: <laughs> um, I think it was actually when I was an intern at Sony and just starting out in this business and realizing how small of a fish I was in this very large pond,, uh, one of the h r representatives that was over the internship program, we were having a conversation about like how you should present yourself in the office and and kind of like what signals you're giving off to people by the way that you dress and the way that you um, interact with others that are around you. Um, And I just remember she always told me, never dress for the job that you have dress for the job that you want. So in my mind, I was like, well, I want to be an executive. So <laughs> when I was, and I was, uh, you know, on the lot and going around and everything, everybody was like, oh, you always dress like, like an executive. And I'm like, great, because that's what I want to be one day. I yeah. want to be an athlete, so I'm glad that I'm giving off that sort of energy. And then as for confidence, I think it's just part of that comes from um, my history of being an athlete. Uh, you have to okay. be confident in what you are able to do, because especially when it comes to track and field, it's all in your mind. It's all Mm -hmm. in your mind. You can be having a, a bad day and step onto that track. And because your mindset is wandering and not focused on your race, you could lose a race that you're supposed to win, or you could lose a race that you're supposed to win by just not putting in the hard work that you needed to do and practice because you weren't focused. So, so focus is everything and having confidence Mm -hmm. and what you bring to the table and people are going to tell you a lot of things in this industry. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. I've heard those same things. And it's just making sure that you stay focused on what you want out of your life and not letting what other people say to you hit you on a personal level because Mm -hmm. they're, from their perspective. They're coming from what they understand and what they have experienced in their careers and their lives. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be the same for you. I I feel like the future is what we decide to make it. So like, like what you're doing with your podcast, (laughs) you know, Uh it had always been on your mind and you were like, oh, well, you know, now I have the time to do it. Mm -hmm. So you set aside some time and you actually do it. And I feel That's what it takes. It's just having that thought, having that idea, and then putting the things in place that you need to in order to achieve what you have in mind.
1: Yeah, no, no, definitely agree because it's all about your actions. You know what I mean? So it's a, you, you can say and say, I mean, I know this based on my experience, like talking and talking and talking about it, that's not going to change anything unless you actually start doing something to change it. Exactly. And it's it's interesting enough because that's the same way that I've mentioned, like when I talk about how I gain my confidence, it's like you can victimize yourself and you can feel bad about yourself or you can like do what it takes, whether it's losing weight, whether it's doing something mm-hmm. that will strengthen that. It's, right. it's It's all on you.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's almost like playing a role. I feel like, especially from being a page, you know, you get a certain point in the page program and you're just like, I'm tired of the tours. I cannot give another tour. And your whole <laughs> attitude about the tour is just so depressing and, and anxious and you're just ready to move on to the next thing. But at the end of the day, you remember, hey, these are guests who are paying for a particular experience Mm -hmm. and the guest's fault that you have to give this tour. So you have to put on, you know, you put on that attitude because you don't want the guest to feel like, Oh, well she doesn't really want to be here with me.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Like that's the worst thing you could possibly do because number one, you're not doing your job. And then number two, you're ruining someone's experience that could have been very enlightening. Like this could have been someone who is interested in, working at paramount and now yeah. you just turned away someone who could have been a potentially great employee for the company so so it's like you know you kind of have to step away from yourself for a moment mm-hmm. and just have to put on that face like hey it's it's time to play the game
1: yeah no i i agree i feel like we've all had those days where it's <laughs> especially like the second tour oh yeah yeah. It's, Okay, and I feel like I'd always have like my two seconds walking to the tour center, like taking a deep mm-hmm. breath. I was like, my mindset, the way I saw it, I was like, just pretend this was your parents excited about a tour that they booked, mm-hmm. stepped into it, and it helped, they, you know. Yeah, yeah. whatever
0: so it is, thought of it as like acting because you would have to basically act as a tour guide (laughs) yeah you had to to put on the voice inflections you had to put on the mannerisms and the pointing and stuff like that and you know (laughs) you're you're now playing this role of being Mm -hmm. a professional studio tour guide
1: yeah walk the walk right Mm
0: mm-hmm (laughs)
1: Definitely. For sure. You guys will know what we're talking about. Any any page knows what we're talking about. (laughs) And so, you know, it's Women's History Month. We talked about that and and honoring them, the women in our lives and going on the women empowerment. Now, are there any women like in your life who have inspired you throughout like your different experiences, journey? For sure.
0: For sure. I feel like my my home team is the team. So my mom, my older sister, my younger sister, they all greatly, greatly inspire me, like in every single aspect of my life. They have always been right there. Uh, My younger sister, she's only two years younger than me. So we've literally just (laughs) gone through each phase of life together, um, all the way into our careers, because she was a studio page as well after me. (laughs) And so it's nice to have those experiences Mm -hmm. where we've always been together. And now we're venturing apart but she's still so inspiring to me like she's always wanted to do music and she's always kept with it and I think it was two or three weeks ago she finally recorded and distributed her first single so I was just so proud I'm like this is so inspiring because yeah I re- back when you were you know just starting out on the piano trying to learn it and then you started dabbling into the guitar and the cello mm-hmm. and then i saw how that progressed to you going to college and playing the piano and she plays so beautifully and then that transitioned into her trying to do vocal um stuff and, and now she's putting it all together and i'm seeing it come to uh fruition like her dreams and stuff and then as for my mom my mom is has been a city planner uh, and that was what she had always wanted to do was planning. So that's what she went to college for. She was also the first one in our family to get a master's degree. Oh, um, good
1: for her. Yeah, wow. yeah.
0: So she sets the bar pretty high. For yeah. Her. So <laughs> I was like, okay, well, we got to try and, and get on mm-hmm. that level.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then
0: for my older sister, my older sister, um, she got her MBA. Uh, so she also has her master's degree. And I've seen what she's been able to accomplish. She mm-hmm. puts on entire events uh, for her company hmm. and she raises uh money for minority communities to um have the potential to go into her field of work which is energy um so it's just like i said i'm like surrounded by inspiring
1: yeah, it's like a powerhouse and, family yeah,
0: <laughs> they always are incredibly high for me so it's always like okay well I, you know if my sisters are getting master's degrees. I have to get a master's degree too. (laughs) My mom's doing this. Like I got to do this too. Otherwise I'm not going to be on that same level with everybody. So, so yeah, so those are definitely the most inspiring women in my life.
1: Wow. It's yeah, they do set the bar very high. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a great thing. You you could see that because like I mentioned your experience and the way you carry yourself now, I'm connecting it all with your family, with track and everything. And that's really great. And that's something that we can all definitely learn from. And especially like, I know I'm inspired by my sister as well. She did get her master's.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm
1: going to get mine, but I'm thinking about it. The inspiration is marinating. Mm -hmm. You'll get there. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm not saying never. I just don't know where life will take you. So that's
0: exactly. You
1: never know. (laughs) But (laughs) And then I am curious just because you are handling a lot. How do you make the time? Well, you make the time on the weekends, but what do you do for self-care?
0: So for me, self-care is having time to do whatever I want to do, which is mostly laying on the couch and watching TV. <laughs> and then on Sunday, self-care I like to have a, a day just to like take care of my hair, you know, just mm-hmm. take my care- and like wash my hair and go through the whole process because <laughs> I have very coarse, very thick and curly hair, so it's a whole day process just within itself. So, um, so yeah, I like to give myself a, a spa day. I'll, I'll take a bath and you know I have my candles and stuff and take care of myself, give myself a little spa day, get myself ready for the coming week. But um, it, it's nice to have that time because I feel like that's what you need. Because I remember when I was first starting school. I felt so stressed and so overwhelmed because I had not uh, time managed the way that I should have. And I was constantly working, like no days off. And I just felt like I am not going to be able to do this. Like I definitely bit off more than I could chew by trying to do school and have a full time job. And then once I was able to determine a schedule that worked for me, and also, my boss really helped me with that too. He was like, you know, take your time. I, I know that you're kind of overwhelmed right now. Like these projects that I'm giving you, you can get to these a little bit later, like focus on what you need to do right now. And then we'll, we'll figure out a system that, that will work best. So thank goodness. I have a great boss <laughs> who's willing to help me. And, and yeah. leeway when I need it, but, um, But yeah, but it's definitely taking that time to have to yourself. And sometimes I just feel like I need to have time alone. I want to watch a movie just because I want to watch it and not something that I feel like I have to watch because then that kind of dabbles into work. But but yeah, so that's what self care basically looks for me. I, I like my weekends. I, I want to be able to chill and relax. If I want to go to the beach, I can go to the beach. If I want to hang out with friends, I can hang out with friends. If I want to be at home, lie on the couch and do nothing, I can do that.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no, I, I agree with that. Especially working from home, I it's it's not easy. It's not easy. There's the pros and cons. The not having to commute, which is a plus, mm-hmm. but then again at the same time. We okay. We sit in the screen, but then again, like we used to have the stand up desk, you know, yeah. in in the office. We don't yeah. have that at home. <laughs> I can't afford no, that. No. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Never realized how much of how helpful those were. You right. know, I feel yeah. like
0: I'm, i I, those I, I, for my, I was trying to figure out how I can get onto that lot and grab my <laughs> desk <stand-up laughs> home. With me
1: take it all with me
0: yeah
1: (laughs) well no this is so awesome this has been such a great conversation there's people out there who want to get into the industry who are working on their confidence you know and the way they present themselves are there is there any like last pieces of advice you would like say to them or
0: um i would say make sure that you're preparing for your opportunity because luck is when opportunity meets preparation. And that was the best advice I ever received. I'm
1: going to write that down. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, you've dropped a lot of gold nuggets and it's amazing. And again, <laughs> I thank you so, so much for having this conversation with me.
0: Yeah, of course. Of
1: course, Virgie. You know, you know, I'm always here for you. Oh, so sweet. You're like so awesome, honestly. And I know down the line, you're for sure going to have that company. And if you need help with anything, let me know. (laughs) I'll spread the word whatever you need you know we're gonna make it happen because that's so so huge so again thank you for being on the show this is really really great and for everybody tuning in definitely you could learn a lot from Ebony she's amazing and so I'm sure if you have any questions for her she's always there to answer them well I'm just promoting that I don't know if you don't want any random dms my bad don't dm her if you don't know (laughs) just kidding but thank you for tuning in as always and if you don't follow the podcast social media already please do so love one and a good time podcast instagram facebook and now pinterest and then made it to apple and spotify this year which is so so cool and you. it's like a little pet in my bag yeah
0: <laughs> thank
1: you thank you and so if it's possible go ahead and leave a, a review or a rate it any any support is appreciated so thank you for tuning in
0: subscribe like tell your friends your grandma, yes. auntie everybody <laughs> share everybody.
1: it like it commented everything any of that is truly appreciated but always always thankful for you guys tuning in and then we'll just catch you on the next episode